1: This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together we are presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80. And I'll still smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. By the way, real quick, Major League Baseball announcing that Rob Manfred, the commissioner of Major League Baseball, When his term is over in 2029, that's it. That's going to be all. He's going to step down as commissioner of Major League Baseball.
2: Thank you, Commissioner Manfred, for letting us know that in 2024. Uh, (laughs) It would have been better if you let us know that in 2027 or 28.
1: (laughs) Go Braves. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's how you really feel about Rob Manfred. And hey, you know, because when we went
2: to break, you know it's exactly how I felt. That's Brady. exactly <laughs> what you said,
1: almost verbatim what you just told us <laughs> right now. But Rob Manfred, Major League Baseball Commissioner, announcing, according to Jeff Pass and ESPN Baseball Insider, that at the end of his term in 2029, he's going to step down as Commissioner of Major League Baseball. In about eight minutes, give or take a second or two, the biggest offseason questions in the NFC. We did the AFC about 30 minutes ago. The NFC, they get their equal time. We'll do that in about 10 minutes. Still want to hear from you, and let's do it right now. Triple say ESPN, 888 Harry Douglas believes that the Dallas Cowboys have to win the NFL offseason the most. I believe it's the San Francisco 49ers. Cowboys for obvious reasons. because the Cowboys meet for the Forty ers because of the fact that way he lost the Super Bowl. They moved on for the defense coordinator, and even Kyle Shanahan having to face more questions about why now Steve Wilkes and not keep him as in charge of a defense that was really really good in the regular season. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Ryan in Denver, who needs to win the NFL offseason the most and why?
3: Uh, the Seahawks. We got a whole new coaching regime. Uh, we got some really good young talent, but. Uh, we also have some really terrible contracts. I think Tyler Lockett's got like a $28 million cap it this year. Got to figure out what to do with Jamal Adams. Um, and we haven't had an offensive line for a decade thanks to Pete Carroll. So there's a lot of choices to make here this offseason.
1: Yeah, and Geno Smith, they are going to keep Geno Smith with me. They're going to owe him $12.7 million on his contract that's said to become fully guaranteed on Friday. He was informed Thursday he's still going to be on the roster through this week. So... They may not have made a clear-cut decision, Harry, when it comes to Geno Smith and now Mike McDonald being the head coach. There are no certainties that Geno Smith is going to be the Seattle Seahawks. They may decide to go another direction at the quarterback position.
2: Yeah, if they see one in the draft in, in which they really, really like a quarterback uh, to take, they're going to take that guy. Also, you know, if they see one that you could trade for, yeah, if they like Justin, Fields, let's just say they like Justin Fields and they want to give a second-round pick or something that's not as drastic as a first-round pick and and try to bring him over to the Seattle Seahawks, then who says they can't do it? But I also, I mean, think looking at this football team, Jordan Brooks is a really good football player. Bobby Wagner had a phenomenal year for them. Both of those guys are free agents at the linebacker
1: position. Yeah, and Bobby Wagner seems to never get old. Nope. Seriously. Hey, if you're the Dallas Cowboys, sign him, please. (laughs) a leader on defense, a guy that's going to be a leader of men and be respected. Hey, Dallas, sign that guy. Seattle does not want him (laughs) anymore. And plus, Justin Fields, Mike McDonald saw what a guy like Lamar Jackson can do. And Justin Fields can be sort of a similar kind of lower rent version for the Seattle Seahawks. That could be where they could go if they decide that Geno Smith is not going to be a part of their plans in 2024.
2: But I actually really do love the young talent that the Seattle Seahawks have on the offensive side of the ball and also defensively. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see what Mike McDonald is going to be able to do with those young players. Um, Just basing it off what I've seen him do with the Baltimore Ravens. And and also when he was with the Michigan Wolverines. So really looking forward to that in 2024 and seeing if that defense can hold up their end of the bargain and be dynamic because they have dynamic playmakers on the defensive side.
1: Mr. E in Tennessee, let us know. Mr. E, Mr. E, who needs to win the NFL offseason the most as a team and why? The
4: New England Patriots. New regime in over two decades. They don't know who's going to be throwing the ball. You know, they got the number three pick. They can use that. But it would have to be the New England Patriots.
1: It's going to be interesting seeing the Patriots on the football field, Harry, and no Bill Belichick on the sidelines. It's going to look weird seeing Gerard Mayo in the place where the hoodie had been for 24 years. But Mr. E is right. Whoever the quarterback was in 2023, and they went through two of them, that will not be the starting quarterback in 2024. If they don't draft a quarterback with the third pick in the draft, because they're going to have options. Let's say if Jaden Dams goes second to Washington, they don't trade with the number one, you got a guy in Drake May. There's no reason to try to outsmart the room. Bill Belichick was able to get away with that for so long because he had Tom Brady quarterback. If you're Gerard Mayo, you know you need a playmaker. You better start with one at the quarterback position.
2: Well, it's been the the priority for this football team since Tom Brady left. Mm-hmm. So now you're in a position to take one at number three you have to take a quarterback at number three. Skill position players, you're going to need more of those guys. Uh, They have a few pieces on the defensive side that are leaving, but I'm never going to be worried about their defense. It's more so the offensive side of the ball. Offensive line, most definitely, that might be the second thing for me, after the quarterback position and then the skill position players that I mentioned, uh, the, the, the you got to have a dynamic guy. You got to have a guy that can win one on one, take the top off the defense, that you, mm-hmm. and that you can count on consistently. Yeah, two tight ends that are free agents too: oh, yeah. Hunter Henry and also Mike Kosecki. So that that, that kind of hurts a little bit. Yeah,
1: they thought Mike Kosecki was going to work out a lot better after they got him from the Miami Dolphins. It just never seemed to fit because the quarterback position stayed broken all year long for the New England Patriots, no matter if it was Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi under center. One last one from Joe in Virginia. Joe, which NFL team needs to win the offseason the most and why?
4: Gentlemen, big fan.
1: Thank you, Joe. Appreciate you.
4: So I just want to say uh, real quick, Harry, I love your take on a lot of things. And then Mr. Quiet Storm yourself. Man, your Mm -hmm. voice is nostalgic. Reminds me of recording songs back in high school. Thank you. Anyway, I, I digress my Raiders need to win the off season because of all the talent that we have, uh, left on the roster. And I think we're about a, a good QB. And most importantly, there's not that many, um, uh, minority black coaches in the league. So I'm always extra rooting for them when they do get their shot so they can win and long sustain. But my card.
1: Appreciate you, Joe, by the way, and the kind words as well. And thanks for the listen.
2: Yeah. For the Raiders, um, you got to look at the quarterback position again. Another team, Mm -hmm. uh, quarterback-wise, what direction are you going in? And I think another pivotal piece for them offensively is Josh Jacobs. We know how Anthony Pierce felt about Josh Jacobs and everyone on that football team. He's a guy that you actually can build stuff around, but you have a Devontae Adams, a Jacoby Myers, a Michael Mayer, um, coming back, a young tight end that I think has a promising future. Mm-hmm. Max Crosby on, uh, on the defensive side. Yeah. Uh, they drafted a guy, uh, Tyree Wilson, in year two for him. He, from Texas Tech, he's going to have to have a monster year. He's another yeah. guy that can play a lot of different techniques on the defensive line. Right. He can move around a lot so he's going to have to become one of those dynamic players. Mm-hmm. like Kind of like we see Chris Jones a little bit. Okay, yeah. Chris Jones can go inside. Chris Jones can line up outside and rush the passer and really wreak havoc on whatever offense that they're playing. Uh, Tyree Wilson is going to have to be that type of player for the Las Vegas Raiders moving forward.
1: They picked 13th in the draft so if they think about a quarterback J.J. McCarthy might be gone. We know the top three guys will be gone. To Kayla Williams and Drake May and Jaden Daniels and maybe a Michael Penix Jr. Maybe they wait until the second round. A Michael Penix Jr. is there. A Bo Nix out of Oregon. A guy who I really like is Michael Pratt out of Tulane. 6'3", mm-hmm. 220, half size, can run any kind of offense. I think anybody that gets him the third or fourth round, that's going to be a steal. He could potentially be there for the Las Vegas Raiders. Nothing against Aiden O'Connell. But the future of this organization in a division where you have Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert, you Not need happening. to get a quarterback. Yeah, you, And the yeah.
2: AFC Conference as a whole, too. You, Absolutely. you can't roll out there and say, hey, man, we we finna go get him today. with." ain't no Connell mm-hmm. in the playoffs. No, 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 no. Not happening.
1: How dare you do that to a Purdue Boilermaker like that?
2: Hey, you know, keep it real, keep it trill. I've <laughs> 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 heard that in a while. <laughs> keep it real or keep it trill. I <laughs> haven't heard that one in a while.
1: In about 10 minutes, give or take a lie or two, we want to make sure that you have another chance to be a part of safe space. We did in the 4 o'clock hour Eastern time, and a lot of you probably didn't get a chance to get through. Well, you'll get your opportunity. Anything you want to get off your chest, it could be sports or otherwise. By the way, I didn't realize this, but today, the day of the Valentine's Day, is National Side Peace Day, which means we have way too many days that need to be observed in this country, especially this early. So safe space, Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six that happens in about fifteen minutes. Anything that's on your mind that you want to get out of your head and get off your chest. We are here for you. Safe space at 888 With Harry Douglas, and Freddie Coleman. Together, we are Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series so XM Channel 80, and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. About 40 minutes ago, we gave the AFC their due, and we had the biggest off-season questions in that conference, the home of the champion, Kansas City Chiefs. But the NFC gets their turn. ESPN.com, they have a story in which every team in both conferences they have the biggest off-season questions. We're going to take a little of that, get some teens, bring in Shannon Penn, our producer, and we're about to have a happy. I'm Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio.
3: All right, Harry, what can a San Francisco 49ers do to get over the hump and finally win a Super Bowl? It's been like, what, 35 years? 30 years? 30 years, right?
1: No, 30 years.
3: 30 years. Yes, indeed. What say you, Harry?
2: Well, number one, not play Patrick Mahomes in either of the Super Bowls <laughs> that you get in moving forward. If you make it, make it back to one. Well done, Patrick Mahomes was the guy <laughs> both times recently. <laughs> and for Kyle Shanahan, not playing Mahomes or damn Tom Brady because Tom Brady was the one that came back from twenty-eight to three when he was the OC in Atlanta. Right. Uh, secondly, I think situational football. Right, it matters. Uh, the little things, the details—you can't miss extra points. When you have a ten-point lead, you got to capitalize. When you get the football, uh, because your defense gets you an interception, on the Kansas City Chiefs or your opposing team in whatever Super Bowl you're playing in, at the 44-yard yeah. line, yeah. you have to cash in. Yeah. But you can't have little mistakes, coaching-wise, along the way, in, in order to try, trying to win a Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, I'm going to quote a song, one of my favorite songs, by Allison Chains. Every day it's something hits me all so cold. Find me sitting by myself no excuses then I know that's what they need to do get over the hump stop making excuses because nobody wants to hear it With the kind of talented roster that you have now you have a quarterback you believe in and Brock Purdy you didn't believe in Jimmy Garoppolo but Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't that bad in the Super Bowl except for that one missed throw he played pretty well but no more excuses San Francisco because then we'll know that maybe you aren't good enough to get over the hump and no matter what Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are going to try to do together as coach and general manager maybe it's not your time Maybe if not now, when? If not you, then who? That's the that's the deal with the San Francisco Forty ers No excuses, because then we'll all know with the Forty All All
3: right, Freddie. How will your Dallas Cowboys team owner Jerry Jones define
5: "quote unquote" all in in twenty twenty four? Well, uh, Harry, Shannon, and Devin. We always believe in our Dallas Cowboys team and the kind of talent that we have and are able to put together. And even though things did not end well against the Green Bay Packers, I give a lot of credit to the Packers. They were the better team that day and we didn't play to our best. I'm going to define all in as making sure that everybody's on the same page. Even though we lost Dan Quinn as a defense coordinator, we believe in Mike Zimmer. We're going to add a couple of pieces here and there. We believe in Dak Prescott, and we firmly believe when we go 12-5, and that'll be all in and we'll be ready to do some damage in the NFC playoffs once again, even though we probably won't when it's all said and done.
2: Growing up, I used to love
5: magicians. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Jerry Jones will not get me to believe as he is trying to be a magician with me until I actually see it. So, Jerry, nope, I don't believe you until these two eyeballs that I have see exactly what you're talking about by all in. And my definition of all in is that you're going to get players. You're doing what's necessarily necessary and what's needed in order for your team to get over a hump. That's bringing in players, bringing in a running back, getting a linebacker, you know, whatever you got to do with Dak Prescott. I'm not believing it until I see it, Freddie. He will not trick me with those magician ways.
5: Uh, Harry Douglas I've been known to pull a rabbit out of my hat and turn it into Johnny Walker Blue so you gotta be careful about when you say I'm not a magician I can create some magic my team is the most profitable and most worthwhile franchise in the history of sports right now so be careful how you criticize me as being a magician as the owner of the Dallas Cowboys nobody gives a
2: persuasive speech like uh, Jerry Jones that's
1: very true that's very true until the rubber hits the road (laughs) 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 <laughs> what else you got for us, Shannon Penn?
3: All right, Harry. Can the Eagles retool on the fly under coach Nick Sirianni?
1: Ooh. Ooh.
2: It's all based on who they bring in draft-wise and also free agency-wise. Uh, there's a void at the running back position. Rashad Penny, also DeAndre Swift. Those guys are free agents. I think they need to get better at the linebacker position. And we've seen how atrocious that secondary was this season yeah. and how terrible they were on third down. Uh, I, I, need, I need to see more just to make that call right now.
1: I can't wait to see what this is going to look like because Nick Sirianni, you know he's going to have his jaw tight about what happened at the end of the year when they were 10-1, and one, had the best record in the NFL, and only won one game after that, and they barely beat the New York Giants on Christmas Day. So my answer is I really don't know if they can retool on the fly under Nick Sirianni. When he was that underdog story, it was the perfect underdog story in that city. He was the rocky version of a head coach for the Philadelphia Eagles. Then they get that close, and they had a chance to win a Super Bowl and lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. By the way, they're replaying that game right now on the NFL Network. And then when everything was really going well, but there were still cracks in the armor a little bit, I did not think that team would collapse like that. So to be honest with you, Harry, to be honest with you, Shannon, and everybody else out there, I really don't know if they can retool on the Nick Sirianni, but we're going to find out one way or the other in 2024.
3: All right, Freddie, will the Detroit Lions extend Jared Goff's contract? Or should I say, should the Lions extend Jared Goff's contract?
1: That's not just a yes, that's a hell yes. Because look at what Jared Goff has looked like. And he's going to benefit and have that fire and have that fuel after what happened in the second half against the San Francisco 49ers, because they had the 49ers beat up from the feet up and the 49ers were able to switch that gear and flip it, that is something that if you're Jared Goff, you're saying, nope, this is not going to happen to me again. That's what got me run out of Los Angeles. I'm not getting run out of here where I know this team believes in me. So, yeah, they're going to extend that contract. Jared Goff has become a very, very underrated leader, and boy, do they follow him in Detroit. So that's not just a yes, that's a hell yes, should they extend the contract of Jared Goff when it comes to the Detroit Lions.
2: Yeah, I agree with Freddie. You're talking about a guy who was second in passing yards in the National Football League, was very pivotal in the Detroit Lions getting to where they are right now, reaching the NFC Championship game. I go back to when they're playing against the Los Angeles Rams on second and nine, when a Mm -hmm. lot of people said they should have ran the football. They believed in Jared Goff. I like his relationship with Amon Ross St. Brown, also Sam Laporta. You have to extend a guy like that because he showed you that uh, you can trust him.
3: All right, Last and certainly not least, Harry, mm-hmm.
2: what will the Giants do at quarterback? I don't know what they would do, and I'm going to tell you what they should do. Uh, they should move on from Daniel Jones. He's not the guy. He's not the answer. Uh, Shannon Penn, Devin Kane, I'm sorry for being so blunt with you guys, but <laughs> I'm not banking anything, putting anything in the bank when it comes to Daniel Jones at the quarterback position. I'm just not. He's had ample opportunities to step up and and, and be that guy. He's not that guy. I'm sorry, guys. i got to be honest. He's not that guy.
1: So he's not a graduate of Hemetree University? Oh, no. <laughs> hey, he didn't even get into Hemetree School?
2: Uh-uh. <laughs> not at
1: all. Here's what the Giants are going to do at quarterbacks. They have 40-plus million reasons to stick with Daniel Jones in 2024. That's what happens when you give a guy that much guaranteed money. When he finally had an offense coordinator believed in him, he made plays here and there, but to be fully, fully honest, hey, Saquon Barkley was the reason that he's able to look like that in 2022 so when you have 40 plus million reasons and guaranteed money yeah that's what they're going to do a quarterback he gonna stay a quarterback i know harry loves to call him the big apple turnover and he's not wrong he's not right for saying it but he's not wrong but when you have that kind of guaranteed money you want to see exactly what kind of potential return on investment if you're going to get one from daniel jones
2: so if you're the giants this time around in the 2024 nfl draft at some point do you draft a quarterback and say, hey, we know we're on the hook with Daniel Jones for this, for this money. What? Do we draft a quarterback and hope the guy we draft can, you know, yeah. succeed him?
1: It's a good question. Here's why it's a good question, because if you're not having a plan for the future, you're not going to be around for that future. If you're the New York Giants, and I know that whole Tommy DeVito situation was fantastic for about a minute, but do you really believe that guy is going to be the guy in waiting? If Daniel Jones flames out in 2024, you'd have to be a fool to think that that guy is going to be a successful starting quarterback in the National Football League. To me, he's a backup at best. Not trying to shade him, just saying what it is. There's a reason why he went undrafted out of University of Illinois. Very rarely do you have a guy becoming Tony Romo, like what happened to the Dallas Cowboys, undrafted out of Eastern Illinois and became a starting quarterback and a Pro Bowl quarterback. Those things happen very, very rarely. So if you're the New York Giants and you're not thinking about drafting a quarterback as a just-in-case maneuver, If Daniel Jones doesn't work out and you believe Tommy DeVito's that guy, then you're not going to be around long if you're the coach and general manager of the New York Giants.
2: I just received a text from my mom. She yeah. listens to the show every day. She's like, I'm loving Hi, the show. And specifically, she said, I really, really enjoyed the Kevin Durant, uh, his mother's uh, interview that she had with you guys.
1: Yeah, I'll tell Mrs. Douglas this. As much as she enjoyed it, we enjoyed it probably more. <laughs> as mama's boys that we are, to have somebody like that whose son is a worldwide figure, and she brought great context and perspective, to being a parent of somebody like that where you want to be your child's best friend but you know they're the parent but you got to make sure a grown man or a grown woman are going to be a grown man or a grown woman. It can be very very hard to raise a grown person because you're always going to be their parent. Believe me, my daughter's 30 plus years of age. I still have a hard time with that and I know that Harry's really going to have a hard time with it when Harrison gets to be about 20, 21 years of age. So to get that perspective from Wanda Durant, the mother of Kevin Durant, believe me, as two mama, mama's boys that we are We got a lot out of that as much as any woman out there who is a parent or who wants to be a parent and wants to have the right kind of perspective that Wanda Durant, Kevin Durant's mother, was able to provide in the 430 hour.
2: And you can hear the full Wanda Durant interview on the Freddie and Harry podcast on the ESPN app. Check it out. You don't want to miss
1: it. Yeah, anything you want to hear, the podcast is there for you because some of Freddie and Harry's good. Mostly podcasts, Freddie and Harry is definitely a lot better. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. It's time for you to speak up because a safe space is waiting for you. We're not going to get in your way. No interruptions, and just as well, no judgment. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Anything that's on your mind, sports-related, not sports-related, person-related, private-related, make sure it relates to us, and we won't get in your way. Safe Space is next for you on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast.
0: Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.
3: Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half.
1: He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together on Freddie and Harry, thanks for joining us on Sirius X and Channel 80. And I always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. Sunday night, the 2024 NBA All-Star Game live from Indianapolis, the home of Babyface, who is going to be there performing during the weekend, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 7 p.m. Eastern time on most ESPN radio stations. Why you think about that? We also make sure that if anything you thought about, you get a chance to speak on it. How do you do that? Like this. This is your safe space, your sports therapy, your chance to get it off your chest. Safe space with Freddie and Harry. Like we say, no judgment, no interruption. It is about you being you, speaking about you, whatever is on your mind at 888-ESPN. That 888 888-729-3776. The safe space is here for you to be heard. Jermaine in Kansas, kick off the safe space, my friend.
4: Hey, love the show. I've been trying to get on here with you guys forever, but my safe space moment, my 49ers let me down again. In the month of February, this is supposed to be the time for love, and ain't nothing like the love of a good woman. So I've been gone from Kansas for 20 years. I moved back for family, and she wanted to be back, and I'm like, okay, let's do it. Come back here, told everybody, I'm from Kansas, but I don't like the Chiefs. I don't like the Dayhawks. I'm, I'm strictly 49ers all the way, baby. We go through the season. They dangle the cheese in front of my face. I'm telling all my Cowboys friends, hey, we America's team now, like I'm Captain Phillips. I'm, I'm, I'm just talking trash. I'm like, the, the Packers couldn't get us. The Lions couldn't get us. Like, it, it's destiny. It's my time. Like, I, I know it's my time. And for that to happen the way that it happened, I just don't have no words. I I don't know who to blame. I don't know if it's to blame Kyle Shanahan. I don't know if I should blame myself. Part of me wants to blame my wife, but I ain't stupid. I still got a good thing.
1: (laughs) 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 Well, he is smart not to blame the missus. You do not want to have an unhappy wife and unhappy life as far as that goes. There's only one person to blame is Patrick Mahomes. That's what it comes down to.
2: But but that's when you know it's bad, though. Yeah. When you sit there you say, I, I I don't know who to blame. Am I blaming the coach? Am right. I blaming myself? Am I going to blame my wife? Oh, mm. no. <laughs> Yo, no.
1: And he's in Kansas, so he's got to hear about this.
2: Jermaine, man, it's going to be all right. Yes, it's it is. It's going to be all right, my brother.
1: Yes, it is. You're going to be all right. Yeah. We hope so, <laughs> sooner than later, for your sanity <laughs> and for your sanctity. Jared in Colorado, what you got for the safe space, my friend?
7: man i just want to give you guys a shout out and an appreciation safe space thank you guys for your show it's funny makes me laugh every day i just want to say thanks to all the callers that call in there was a guy two weeks ago that sounded like harry on a burner phone calling in like he was kd on twitter there was a dude earlier today that sounded like he was booger mcfarland calling in dude trying to get some stuff off his chest and that cajun cowboy man I was waiting for him to drop some goonie-goo-goos, dude, talking about how Eddie Murphy's dad used to talk about kids and how his nephew's (laughs) goonie-goo-goo.
1: We
2: we really appreciate you, Jared, man. man, man. Tuning in with us every day, giving us the support. Uh, As I say all the time, and Freddie, you you as well, man. We we love y'all. We appreciate
1: y'all. Thank y'all for
2: everything that y'all do for this show.
1: I knew this show was going to be a lot of fun. I had no doubt about that when Justin Craig gave us that phone call and said we want to put – you guys together. I can't tell people enough how much of this has been a blessing to me professionally and personally. Handling Harry every day and Devin Kane and Shannon Penn and everybody out there. Believe me, giving us a chance. Even that's for one second. That's one second more than, than maybe we deserve, but we take all the blessings and we roll with it. So we thank you, thank you each and every day. Whether you get through on the phone or you're just out and about listening, we do not take that for granted and we always, always take it seriously. No doubt no, about that. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Hodge in Texas. I hope I got that right. If I didn't, correct me on that. Hodge in Texas. What do you got for a safe space, my friend?
6: Oh, you got it. Nailed it. Perfect. Uh, first of all, I've got two. I know you are talking about players. First of all, I told Shannon, I think he answered, premature pay is a problem in the NFL, and that's what the Giants did. They paid D- Daniel Jones way too soon, and that's never good. Premature pay is bad. Number two, I hope... Justin Fields wins the offseason because he's going to get dumped off somewhere, and I hope the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, but if not, I hope wherever Justin Fields goes, he makes the Bears feel bad for getting rid of him.
1: I'm with Hodge on that one, number Hold one. Hold on. Is, yeah. is,
2: is this my Hodge that I met at AT&T Stadium? Yep.
1: Yeah, that's our boy.
2: Yep, Hodge, it's me. I, mm. I got you, Hodge, in about a week or two. I'll be able to do, I'm not going to announce it to the world, but I'll be able to do what you need me to do in nice. about a week or
1: two, bud. Fantastic. Fantastic. Perfect. Thanks, man. I love no no that. problem. Uh, by the way, Hodge, real quick piece of advice. Trademark premature pay because somebody <laughs> somebody will steal that from you and claim it's theirs because plenty of people say, oh, man, I love that. I'm going to steal that. Trademark your stuff out there. When it comes to it this way, if somebody tries to steal it, you can say, I got you. You got to pay me for it. So project pay I never heard that before, Harry, but that's fantastic. Hodge better so trademark he is, that. Too. He better trademark that one. Tony in the great state of Wisconsin. Tony, what you got for the safe space?
5: Evening gentlemen. I love the show. Thank you so much. Harry, I've been a big fan of yours for a long time. I got family down in Atlanta, so I was rooting for you for a long time. Yes. I appreciate you guys for the show and I listen all the time. Here's my concern. I need a little hope from you guys. Okay. From Wisconsin standpoint, we are constantly getting knocked off just before we get to the big thing. The the Dodgers kicked our butt in LCS. yes. Um, the Packers seem to be always NFC champion losers even the bucks yeah they won but we don't even get credit for that that's kevin durant's big toe that (laughs) lost it not us winning it when (laughs) when am i gonna get to celebrate again
1: well put it this way keep an eye on your wisconsin basketball team i know they've had their struggles lately in the big 10 they have lost three in a row but that's a team i would not want to play in the NCAA tournament those that wisconsin the kind of team after breaking their four game losing streak by beating ohio state also, in this style of play can be very, very difficult to deal with in the NCAA tournament. Chucky Herburn's a really, really good guard. You may get your wish that that Wisconsin team may break through and could get to a sweet 16, potentially lead eight out of the Big Ten.
2: I wouldn't also count out the Milwaukee Bucks. I know they have hey, had man. some hardship yeah. this year in in defending, uh, making that trade for Patrick Beverly. That's going to be able to help some thing, things and offset some things on, on that side of the floor and guard the opposing team's point guard. But the Green Bay Packers, what Jordan Love was able to do the last 10 or 11 games this season and leading that team to the playoffs, and then going to Dallas and beating Dallas and then playing in the divisional round and having the 49ers right where they wanted them before a few mistakes, I think things for the Green Bay Packers are looking on the up and up as well.
1: And the Brewers will be held to deal with the Major League Baseball this year. Don't be surprised if they win that division. When it comes to the NL Central. One of our favorites is Leon in Washington, D.C. Leon, thanks for calling Freddie and Harry at 729 3776 on ESPN radio. Brother Leon, the safe space is yours.
7: All right, so I'm gonna say this because there's no judgment. And and Freddie, as a Cowboys fan, you should really related to this. You can hear the pain in my voice. Mm-hmm. Bring back the White House. Bring the White House back. It ain't got to be pure white. It can be an off-hand if you need to be, but bring the White House back. Every time the team gets somebody with a little bit of aggression, they get them out of there. T.O., Keyshawn, Des, we got this real timid nature about us. When when Kelcher blew up at the Super Bowl, he was passionate. When Des blew up on the sideline, he's unruly. It's giving that real... You're being too loud in my neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. in the White House pass. When the Cowboys need this off season? <laughs> they need to fight each other.
2: <laughs> Listen, I've heard this on multiple of occasions from uh-huh. coaches. Man, you need you need them players with that edginess, man. You, you, yeah. you sometimes you need some of them that hey, man, you got to settle down just a little bit, but mm-hmm. we. You're good for our football team. You need right. those guys. You can't have a team full of good guys. Yeah. As crazy as it sounds, but mm-hmm. you can't have a team full of good guys.
1: One of my friends is Dave McGarrity. He was a college basketball coach for Marist and then for Army Women's Basketball. He said, if you're going to have a successful team, yeah, you don't want you don't want idiots, of course. You don't want guys that are, are mental patients at times. He said, but you need a couple of guys that the other team looks at and says, something jumps off. We better think twice about doing that. You need those blankety-blank guys. He said, sometimes you'll need a whole team of them. Well, if you got one or two, everybody else will follow in line as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. Any team, that, for example, Patrick Mahomes is a blankety blank guy for Kansas City because he he will battle you and he'll get after the guys follow him. The Cowboys don't have a guy like that. Micah Parsons can be that, but he's not there enough for everybody else to follow him when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. Dak in Texas, what you got for the safe space, my friend?
7: Hey man, what's up, fellas, man? What's First of all, like everybody say, man, I love the show. Hey, I'm going to say it like this real quick. Hey, Freddie, you was a one-man wrecking crew by yourself. But, <laughs> so, man, when you got with Harry, bro, man, the show went crazy, man. Yeah. Man, I love it. But I'm going to say this right here, man. I've been a Cowboy fan, man, forever, right? I'm 43 years old. We ain't won none in 30 years. I'm tired. I feel like Emma Smith, the rant Emma Smith had going on yesterday. I feel the same way. And look here. I've been my wife, man, 14 years, right? So she's from Houston. So I had to steal her from them Texans after four (laughs) years, which is easy to do. So now, you know, so I got her on. She's been on board and everything, man. We got a seven-year-old daughter. So look here. So uh, I got on with the whole Cowboy deal. So like the last five years, man, every playoff game, man, we either going or we making shirts, man. The whole house is Cowboy, whole spirited deal. Man, she didn't got time, man. So now, <laughs> <laughs> them Texans, man, they didn't got CJ. Oh, she said, man, look, CD Lamb, I'm gonna go with him. She tired of Dak, man. I can't defend him no more, man. My seven year old daughter is a Cowboy fan. She just said she we watched Super the other day. She said, Daddy. Maybe maybe we just need to be Kansas City fans. So Fred, Freddy, <laughs>
4: wow. hey hey Fred and
7: Harry man, what am I supposed to do man? I'm I'm about to lose the household, bro. I'm gonna be on my own man because I, I can't leave them. They pissing me out, but I can't leave them. <laughs> Dak, really, Dak, really quick, where are you from originally? Hey Longview, Texas, man. It's East Texas, about 30 miles, 30 miles east of Tyler. Okay. I I, I
2: asked because you had that that Memphis uh little bit, uh, huh? S- talk to you, your that Memphis, accent. That Memphis yeah. kind
1: of low to him, yeah. That Memphis kind of little to him, yeah. <laughs> 30 minutes away from where Earl Campbell was born, the Tyler Rose in mm-hmm. Tyler, Texas. Believe me, Dak, hang in there. As a Cowboys fan, that's the best I can say. <laughs> Just hang in there. As your house turns against you, at least you'll be the only Cowboys fan there. Don't go back to the other side. Mm-hmm. He's one of our favorites, Easy e Eric in New York. Hey, Eric, in the safe space on this Thursday.
6: How you doing, Freddie? And good to see you. Harry got some pipes, man. That's, that was a great interview with um Kevin Durant, um, Durant's mom. Freddie, you're so. not going to believe this, man. I grew up in Queens, Jamaica, Queens. Okay. All right? Yeah. Right near Rossdale Village and August Martin High School.
1: Oh, yes, indeed. That caller
6: mentioned, yes, that caller mentioned poor Freddie's mud hole. That's why I got my gangster rims for my first car. And that's why I used to get my tire.
1: <laughs> you weren't the only one. I can promise you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
6: Okay. And then you mentioned Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith went to IS-192 in St. August. Right next to house. Yep. This The address is physically in St. August. And that's why I teach robotics.
1: Wow. I've been at
6: that school for 23 years. So wow. Man, I'm telling you, man. Uh, wh- wh- where were you in Greece?
1: Oh, well, my mom and dad, they still live in Lawton, New York, as a matter of fact. Still live there. So I'm okay. not far away. We're not man. far away. We're not far away. All
6: right. It's a small world. You know what? I wanted to mention, now that I think about it, you know, because I went to PS45 and I-72 in Francis Woods High School.
3: Mm-hmm. Man, we
6: used to have a night center. Night center, August 1 and 72. Five days a week, we had someplace to go. It's really troubling what's going on with this gun violence and these young, these youngsters. You know, first of all, they got access to guns. That's more of a political situation that people let guns, the proliferation of guns. But also, we got to get these young people a place to go and some hope and learn how to settle disputes. When we were growing up, we had a fight. You know, it's one-on-one. You get a buddy lift, a black eye, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Walk away and, you know, and, and. You know, there was a respect factor because you put up a fight. I'm not saying I was a tough guy, but I wasn't a punk either. You know, but now, man, it's like a dispute. And a dispute got to turn into gunfire. Yeah. And who dies? Somebody had nothing to do with it. These guys, it's it's just bad, man. And I, I'm not saying that there's an answer. Because um, there's, there's more than one answer. And I'm not saying I have all the answers, but we got to connect with our youth, man. And, and, you know, Harry, stay close to your kids, man. Raise them. Raise them, brother. Raise them, brother, please. Okay? Yes, sir. I know you will. I'm just... I'm just saying.
1: Yeah, no doubt about that. I mean, you know, it's, uh, whatever happened to community centers, yep. that's where kids could go and even after school, hang out with your friends and learn about life a little bit and counselors were there. Once community centers and also music programs, I believe, started disappearing in schools, kids had nowhere else to go. And if you give an idle kid nowhere else to go, trouble usually follows no matter where he comes from or she comes from.
2: I think also giving an ear to kids because sometimes they don't need people telling them what they need to do all the time. Right. Sometimes it's just as simple as listening and Absolutely. seeing where they're coming from and what's going on in their life.
1: Yeah, no doubt about that. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry and other news featuring this person that you do not want to mess with, especially what he did to a rabbit animal to save his life. That's next on Freddie and Harry, and this is ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast.
0: Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
1: He's Harry Douglas. i Freddie Coleman. Together on Freddie and Harry, thanks for joining us in Series X and Channel 80 and always tell that smart speaker of yours to play ESPN Radio. Each and every night around this time, we know that you're busy. You can't stay abreast and be updated on everything. Lucky for you, that's where we come in courtesy of. They may not be the top stories of the day.
8: In other news.
1: But you need to be in the know. This is In Other News. If you have Peacock, part of your streaming service, I'm sure you want to be checking it out about 8 o'clock tonight as number four Iowa women, they take on Michigan. Caitlin Clark, eight points shy of breaking Kelsey Plum's NCAA scoring mark. She had a chance to do it on Sunday, but they lost to Nebraska. She didn't score a point in the fourth quarter. I'm getting the sense, Harry, probably by the under-five timeout, she'll have that record safely in her hands and become the all-time leading scorer in the history of college basketball.
2: It won't take that long. Give Caitlin Clark about three minutes, and that record is going to be gone. With her range and the way she shoots the basketball, but also can, can create create her own shot. Right. Uh, she's been so pivotal to the women's game. I would say not just only the women's game, but the game of basketball. Period. Overall. So shout out to her for being dedicated to what she loves and putting that work in each year, mm-hmm. so we get the best showing possible from Caitlin Clark.
1: The average price for the secondary market for a ticket to the night's game nearly four hundred dollars, and this game at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. In, in Iowa City, Iowa, Caitlin Clark has never scored fewer than eight points in a game during her Iowa career, and she ain't going to do that tonight. She goes for the record against the University of Michigan, 8 o'clock Eastern time on Peacock. And then you have this man that if you ever encounter him in a dark alley, pray. A Rhode Island hiker on Friday had an encounter with a rabid coyote. The coyote attacked him. The man killed the animal with his bare hands. He was hiking in the woods about 10 miles from Providence when the coyote bit him on the leg. Said man then pinned the coyote to the ground by his neck, fatally cutting off its air supply. The animal later tested positive for rabies. It's believed the same believed the same coyote attacked another man in the area while walking a dog. Now this man has not been named, but we'll put it this way: leave that dude alone if you ever encounter this dude in a dark alley. Who killed a cowboy, a coyote, a rabbit coyote, with his bare hands? So the the coyote did have rabies. Yeah, testicles were rabies. Yep. Oh man. Mm-hmm. They said untreated, it's all almost always fatal, but it is highly treatable by having vaccinations administered as quickly as possible.
2: So 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 he's going to be okay.
1: He's going to be okay. That all coyote, right. not so much.
2: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, You got to do what you got to do sometimes. Yeah, but,
1: but man, see your life or his. Well, he took that coyote's life. With its bare hands.
2: And you know when you see a coyote because they run different. They kind of yes, gallop. They
1: yeah, they do. And, and they're rabid, and not, he was not in his right mind. But then he was not of any mind after that. Amber and Ian comes your way next. For Harry Douglas, and Freddie Coleman. This has been Freddie and Harry on the mighty ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast.